Hey, what's up, guys? Joe here, the man who's willing to mulligan the three cards, and I'm here to recap UFC 280. And no, oh, oh man, uh, there's a lot to talk about, so let, let's get to the fights. Main event, lightweight title on the line between the guy who's never fought a top contender and the uncrowned king of the division. And that was the big narrative going into this fight, I felt like. And man, if you bought into that narrative, like someone I know, uh, Islam made you look really dumb. Because out the jump, he hurts him, hurts Charles with the left hand, doesn't drop him, but hurts him. And uh, gets him to the ground, takes him down really easily. Big, big t uh, trip in the first round. And good control, never really in trouble on from the jiu-jitsu game of Charles Oliveira. Did some damage, takes the round. Easy, yeah. Second round, though, it's on the feet more. Charles is doing a little bit better. But he's still kind of losing this fight. He seemed like a step behind, like he was worried about the takedowns and stuff. Um, suddenly, boom. Big left hand, then right hand, drops Charles. He goes down. Islam just jumps on him instantly. It wasn't like... Poye or Gaethje, who was like, nah, I ain't doing all this. Islam just jumps in and basically instantly gets an arm triangle choke. That's it, new champ. Charles taps. It's kind of a smoking of a guy who was just smashing these former champions that we thought were uncrowned kings, and that's kind of ridiculous. And this win of Islam does hurt the division a little bit, I think, or at least, at least a little bit, because he doesn't fight very often. So... Like, we're not going to get as many title defenses in this division. Potentially, at least. Um, I could be dead wrong. But this opens up some avenues that could be cool, though. So, I love a good, like, grappling, just scramble fest. So, we could potentially get Dariush in Islam. Gamrod Islam. Which, that down, that's on a, down, ugh, that down the line sounds amazing to me. And I would love a Sarukian matchup, personally. Um... And all that's interesting, but first we have Alexander Volkanovsky, who's moving up from featherweight to 155. And I know a lot of people have mixed opinions on super fights. I'm a big Volkanovsky fan. I would love to see him get two belts, because I was like, ah, you know, this guy's like the pound-for-pound -pound dude right now in my mind. But, I gotta admit, this fight isn't as interesting anymore without Charles. I thought Charles Oliveira-Volkanovsky matchup made a really interesting just fight analysis for me. Whereas the Islam matchup doesn't really do that. I, I think this matchup's way less interesting, and I think it's way more dangerous just in matchups alone. Like, no matter who the winner was of this fight, I think that's a, m a much more dangerous matchup for Volkanovski, so I'm a little worried. Now for the co-main event, which was weird and haunting and disturbing, if you really think about it. So... Algerman Sterling is defending his bantamweight belt against TJ Dillashaw. The commission somehow let TJ fight when he had a destroyed, just destroyed shoulder that he claimed popped out around 30 times in training camp. It's an old injury from April. And Aljo smashed him. It was just smashed him because of it. Just kept taking him down, pounding on him. Uh, second round TKO, you know. And but this this whole issue, this thing causes a couple of issues. I think four, I think I have. First, Aljo's a disrespected champ because of his attitude and the way he won the belt. The attitude the attitude specifically after he won the belt, I should say. And even though he had a great title defense against Yon, I thought where I thought he won, 
Um, I still feel like he's disrespected. No one wants to admit that he's a great fighter. He's a fantastic fighter. He's he's great. And I think this hurts him because they're going to go, one decision that I don't care about. He won the belt through, you know, BS. And now it's a the, the title defense over a guy with one only one working shoulder. So this hurts his case of a title run that could be historic. We don't know. Like, what if he goes on this crazy run, which he potentially could. He's fantastic. This hurts him. It's it's bad. Secondly, how did this commission let a fighter potentially ruin his career by letting him fight with this injury? Like, are they doing medical checkups like at all? Like in Abu Dhabi, I know they do them. We've caught injuries like I think Gustafson had a fight that was canceled of the fight week. I think it was um, Gegard and Musasi years ago. Like we, we we catch things. How did this one get through? Like, this was a pretty obvious injury. It's pretty, like, disheartening, I feel like. Um, and third, this logjam to division that needs to move on. We just got done with this rematch stuff between Jan and Sterling. We need to move on. We had one more, like, little logjam of the guy who never lost the belt. And we, we, I felt like we could have avoided. We could have had Aldo in there. We could have Cheeto Vera step in after his win over Dominic Cruz. And he knows he's been hurt. And this, you know, he TJ did apologize to the division. But it, it's still... Just so bad. Oh, man. And lastly, why is Dana White defending this commission that nearly let a catastrophe happen? Please protect your fighters. Come on. Um, I don't really want to spend any more time on it because the situation is disgusting to me. I cannot believe it was allowed to happen. So, speaking of disgusting, let's talk about the Sean O'Malley, Piotr Jan fight. This is probably, I think, the second worst decision I've ever seen. On Twitter, I said immediately after, it was like, this is the worst I've ever seen. But then I remembered Diego Sanchez Ross Pearson is a thing, and that's the king. That's the gold standard of, of bad decisions. So for me, Jan won this fight outright. I scored a 3-0. I've seen an argument for the last round. I could believe it, kind of. But O'Malley winning? Ah. Oh, man. I've listened to, like, five people defend this decision, and, man, it's just awful. I feel like they're only defending it because they're, like, big fans of the Sugar Show. And, oh, man, it is. This is one of, that's one of the worst decisions I've ever seen. First round, Jan's controlling the striking and the grappling. Second round, initially back and forth. O'Malley got a big knockdown, but, like, Jan instantly recovers, rocks him, throws him, and just kind of pounds on him the rest of the round. It's it's like a clear domination for Yawn after the initial knockdown. And that's a Yawn round still. Like, what? Third round, close. Actually, back and forth. I thought, you know, O'Malley was having more prolonged success on the feet, but I didn't think he was outright winning. He was also losing the grappling. Again, Yawn round for me. I, I thought he got that third round barely. And after this decision, man, this, like, Sean O'Malley, I don't like him, but, you know, Critical credit's due. He's pretty good at, like, you know, when a bad situation, keeping a cocky attitude and this brash, cocky attitude. He keeps that persona outright. And I got to respect that a little bit. But, man, here he was, like, really confused and clearly in a state of, like, oh, my God, what? I, I won? Like, and that is telling. Like, this guy who never breaks character, you could say. He was even confused. He was even lost. Terrible decision. Once again, what, what commission is in Abu Dhabi? Like, what is going on over there? It's awful. I'm honestly just so over ever going to Abu Dhabi again after this decision, and especially after the TJ injury. Ridiculous. 
the rest of the fight. Dariush and Gamrot, awesome fight. It was my second pick for Friday the Night. I was like, I was like, oh, that's it, right? That, that got it. Technically, I, O'Malley and Yawn was better. The decision soured it, but let's not let that take it away, even though it's going to. Um, but yeah, Dariush won a decision over Matus Gamrot. Great fight. It's sad though. He's got to watch another title shot just escape his grasp. And Mar- Manon Ferro beat Kaylin Chikagian by unanimous decision. She looks solid out there. You know, I'm definitely looking forward to that. You know, hopeful title shot she can get. And uh, the rest of the prelims were just bad. I watched them later on. I didn't, I woke up late because I work overnights. So I woke up late for them for the prelims. I got woke up just in time for the main card. And oh, they were pretty bad. But Bilal Muhammad got a stoppage on the feet against Sean Brady. That's wild. That's, that's wild. That's awesome. But that's it for me. If you like what we do here, think about joining our Patreon. Why not? Uh, it really goes to help improve our channel and what we can do. A retro review just came out on the main channel because this was a pay-per-view. It was a pay-per-view week. Main channel. I got one. Um, and it was a blast to make it. I loved it. I got to talk about Henry Cejudo's 90-pound head. That's always a blast for me. It's a treat, even. Um, well, I'll be here next week to cover Calvin Cater versus Arnold Allen. I'm Joe with the INC. Thank you for watching.